to another episode of Speaking Literally, where the books speak for themselves. I'm Holly. And I'm Liz. And guess what? We've been doing this for two years. Ah, oh, how has it been two years? I don't it's gone so know. Fast. Like, I mean, think about how much has changed in the last two years. We started this when I think we were actually part of the way through another lockdown. Um, we, yeah. Or just about to come out of one. So June of 2021, um, and we yeah. went until, yeah, so it was like we were just beginning to come out, and it did, this like, yeah. this whole idea of this podcast kind of stemmed and came about um, as a result of, of quarantine, and, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, both of our bookstagram accounts started, didn't it, because of, of lockdown, because there wasn't really much else that we could do, <laughs> <laughs> like, we couldn't go out, um, couldn't go out, couldn't go to just normal shopping or could do is food shop we were literally i don't know about you guys but we so we could go out to do food shopping mm-hmm. and we could go out once a day for exercise but what? not too far from the house yeah really like yeah. we we could go we could go grocery shopping most of like the stores um because they were perceived as being like an essential service because you know you needed to be able to go and and get your necessities to live and food and, you know, shampoo and soap and those kinds of things. So the stores were pretty much open. Um, But every other service was, was closed and um, we had to. Only our supermarkets were open. See, I want to say that we had other, our other, our other stores were open too, but we had like restaurants were open for pickup. Like you could go and like do pickup only because I remember one of the most fun things that we actually ended up doing as a family is because we enjoy eating out as a family. And it's this, it's like, you know, my, it's one of my son's biggest thing. He like on Friday afternoons, his first thing is when are we doing family dinner night? Uh, And (laughs) it's just because like it alternates who gets to pick the restaurant. And so we would just order food from like a restaurant we would normally have gone to and then we have all of our like foldable chairs and things from like you know we'd have to go watch my son's soccer games and we would just pick up our food and we would just go to the like the empty parking lot uh like you know down the road and we would just open up the back of our suv we'd pull out the chairs and we would just yeah we would just sit and kind of have like a picnic in this empty parking lot with our food because we didn't want to drive home and let the food get cold you know so yeah no we wouldn't know how to do that and see we could go outside for as long as we want i think we could go outside for, for as long as we want but yeah we won like it wasn't expected that you'd travel miles to do exercise kind of thing, hmm. which was, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, so you, you made the most of your one, your one time that you're allowed out. All of our shops were closed, uh, like closed shops and everything like that. As you say, restaurants were open only for pickup or delivery. Yeah. But yeah, now, now two years later, the COVID is a thing of the past. And <laughs> here we are. Except people are I still mean, getting it, COVID. It's still around, but nobody cares anymore. <laughs> COVID doesn't exist. It's okay. We'll just we'll just pretend that nobody has COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but yeah, so two years. Yeah. I mean, I still. I was actually looking back. We have a um, for anyone who doesn't know, we have a document um, that plans our our shows, and I was looking back at the very first one that we that we did, and it is hilarious <laughs> because it's basically like a script. It is basically, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're going to say. 
Um, it was very, very in depth. Um, I mean, now we just have like one liners for each thing. <laughs> little bullet about. points. <laughs> <laughs> we just have little bullet points, but that was literally almost like a script. Um, but the bullet points uh, don't yeah. help us. We still go off, off script and off tangents <laughs> yeah. more than we would like to admit. It is so crazy that, yeah, this is a, I mean, we've done more than 24 shows because we've done, um, we've had a few months where we've done two, two shows in a month. Well, this is so episode, this is episode 26. This one that we're, th- this one right it. now is episode 26. We yeah. say something for our 50th. <laughs> oh yeah. Some serious time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, we yeah, might it, it, get back to where we have a couple extra extra shows because you know, if you think about it, um, just a couple months ago, we put out trying to kind of fill up the rest of our. 2023 and we got bombarded with like you know authors who want to be on the show and and our own little things plus our book club so it's we're going to get to a point where you know when we start opening it up to to plan for 2024 that we could very easily end up having you know instead of just 12 we could be back to having like maybe 14 or 15 episodes yeah no definitely i mean it, yeah, it is crazy. The response we had the last time we did that, mm-hmm. we are pretty much, we're almost fully booked, aren't we, for the year now? We're, I think we're, we're done. Booked. Yeah, we're booked. We are fully really booked, yeah. Yeah, December. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember when we first started, the amount of episodes that we'd have just me and you with the occasional author, and now it's like, I always miss the episodes that are just me and you. Last, last <laughs> month was really nice. It, it was, was like a, an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm actually, like, on my website, I have a whole page devoted to the podcast and it has like our schedule for the rest of the year and uh yeah and so we're we're recording june right now so we have uh six more months july august september october november december so in those three in those six months we have three guest authors joining us and we have two book clubs uh one two book clubs just one one book club yeah we have our next book club is in october yeah, because we have yeah. July is, a, is Jen Bouchard. August is we're going to be looking at um, like character development and characterization in books. So that's just going to be us, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of characters. <laughs> September, we have author Peter Baker. And then October, uh, remember, this, this is our book club. We're, we're, oh, nice. we're popping the Colleen Hoover cherry. <laughs> with Verity. We are reading Verity, mm-hmm. yeah. And then November is um, Just Smith, author Just Smith will be joining us. And in December, we'll be doing our annual recap of all of the books that we've read. So our year in review. So bam, we're That's done. That's going to come around so quickly. That's going to be com- coming around so, so fast. I know. It's crazy. So, um, But so far, yeah, so far I haven't, I haven't got a uh, – there hasn't been a book so far for me that I've gone, this could be a contender for the book of the year. Not yet. Really? I've had a couple. I have a couple that I'm like, oh my gosh, I've, I really, I'm not going to share my thoughts right now, but that Yeah, I, but I mean, they haven't, yeah, but can you honestly say there's been one on par with something like Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, where you've had to like um, run to me and go, oh, you need to read this book? Um, yeah. don't, I haven't I, had that yet. I think the only one that comes close is A Man Called Uva. Um. Mm-hmm. I just, I just 
bawled my eyes out. Like, and that was the book that I'd actually started in in December, but finished it in January. So it counts for Jan. For it counts for twenty twenty three. Um, it's all about when Goodreads says I finished it. <laughs> See, I've, I'm really excited about. Um, I bought the other day. I bought the Fourth Wing. And that, oh, yes. like, Instagram's going crazy about that right now. I haven't heard anything bad about it. So that I'm I'm very excited about. Yeah, I need to I need to make a trip to the bookstore. I haven't gone to the bookstore or bought books in, like, I don't know, <laughs> three months. You should go tomorrow. Or tomorrow's today. Go today. Yeah. Go treat yourself. I know. I should. And then you can buddy read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I mean, speaking of buddy reads, we have had quite a few buddy reads in the last two years that we've read together so. i mean even like unofficial ones and and ones where we've basically like read it almost one after another <laughs> yeah i like kingdom of the wicked was an by accident buddy read because i think i started it and you're like i want to read it too <laughs> i was like sort it i'll read it as well i couldn't say what to read and i was like why not he's reading it i'll read it yeah. and that was that was actually a really good one i mean also all of our um serpent and dove yeah, buddy reads. We read that they whole really whole trilogy as a buddy read. Yeah, I still did not like the second one. <laughs> yeah, and the second one wasn't was like the least favorite of mine. Yeah, so it was weird. Um, but I did I like how it ended. The, the War of Two Queens. Oh yeah. Oh, hang on. Let's take a step back and talk <laughs> for a second about um, what we were just talking about, Serpent and Dove. Did you know? that there is going to be a new book that's going to be released, I believe September, October, that is a Serpent and Dove book. No way. Is that the one that you sent me? I didn't actually look into it properly. Oh, did I send it to you? I think you sent me a picture of it. Well, now I see how you respond to my messages. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) Holly's hard done by. Yeah, so well, now that I know that I sent it to you, I can go back and look at the messages to see what I sent. I think you sent it to me, or maybe maybe it was in your story. No, nope, I did. I sent it to you. Oh, it's okay. called The Scarlet Veil, and <gasps> it's, yeah, it actually is going to focus on, uh, what's what's her name? Um, was it uh, the, the, the ex-girlfriend of, I can't remember any of their names now. Oh, what, of the, the lead guy, of... Um... <laughs> See, you can't remember his name either. What's his name? Right, hang on, I have the book. It begins with R, doesn't it? Doesn't it begin with R? I thought it did. So, um, oh no, he's not Jean Luc. Oh Jean-Luc. no, Reed. Reed. Oh Reed. Oh, is Reed? That was right. Right, begins with R. Yeah. <laughs> um, Reed and Lou are, you know, your main oh, characters. But so, Anselie. yeah. So it's gonna follow oh, her Anselie. and John and John Luke is in there, but it's gonna follow them. It so yeah, so it's gonna take spoiler po- alert, sorry people. I know. <laughs> uh, it's gonna take place in the in their world, Ooh. but focus on those characters <gasps> instead. Okay, that's another buddy read we have today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I think I can't remember when I said it was when I read that it was gonna come out, but it's like September. Uh, it says here September, end of September. Like September. So there you go. That's exciting. Yeah. And it's a pretty cover as well. Oh, it's beautiful. I know. Uh, I love the red and the the bloody the bloody white rose on the cover. Mmm. No, that's very cool. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And I mean, we were meant to be doing. We meant like I, we spoke about doing. Oh, what's it called? Little Thieves. Some Little Thieves. There was a book that we we're gonna buddy read. Um, this year, which is 
on my Instagram, so I'm looking as we're speaking. I think it's called... Uh, There's a million books it could be. I'm looking now. Little Thieves, yeah, by Margaret Margaret Owen. There we go. Oh! I'm Margaret Owen. Okay, well, we're going to talk Margaret? about Margaret Owen in a little bit, so... Yeah, uh, yeah Little well, Thieves. That was okay. the one that we said we're going to... I should probably get it then. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, another book you can buy today. I know. <laughs> that and Fourth Wing. Yes, and definitely Fourth Wing. Like, I just... I haven't done I, a I books... Like, yeah. I haven't done a bookstagram's made me do it in a while. Uh, that's I, definitely... Yeah, I... I had to buy it. Like I saw it, and I was like, "I'm hearing too many good things to not, but to not not buy it." Yeah. Because I literally have heard no bad reviews about this book, and everyone has loved it. Really That's loved what it. I'm seeing too. And it's fantasy, I just, I... And it's fantasy romance. <laughs> See how can that? How can you go wrong with that? Exactly. So you never know. That could be our, our book of the year. You never know. It could be. It definitely could be. <laughs> You know, this year, like, I mean, and just a couple months ago, like, this year saw our first return author with Jessica. Yeah. She came back, so that was a pretty cool thing to have been around long enough now that we can have an author come back because <laughs> they've released more Definitely. books since they were last on the show. So that's pretty cool. Exactly. I mean, since we had our very first author on, uh, Caleb, he's released about 100 books. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Yeah, and and he has a new one coming out this month with heart shaped stones, which I, I didn't have it down to talk about about books that you finished. I know Liz, I don't think you have um, started it yet. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's on my TBR for hopefully this month. So I just finished it over Memorial Day weekend, and it's you know once you've read enough of Caleb's books you, you you any author really you know their style you know how how they write yeah. like you can definitely hear his voice in this book but it it is a lot different like it, he created this as an allegory and it, which was really cool because then at the end of the book he takes a couple pages and he explains the allegory to you and it is it's 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 really kind of cool it's a different book i i really enjoyed it so Mm. You know, that's that's one. So it's been kind of cool, yeah, because we had him on. He was he was our first author we ever had on. He was our on. very first guest, yeah. Our very first guest. Third episode of the show we had him on. Um, and so, which is cool because we didn't, like, you know, completely make him run off of us. He still, like, interacts with us and sends us arcs to review. So uh. Exactly, I know. <laughs> he's, he's, like, our, our, our biggest fan. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so, Caleb, just in case you didn't know, you are now coined as our biggest fan. So we, we appreciate <laughs> your support. Um, but, no, it's great to okay, support if... him and, and, and read his book, so... Out of all of the guests we've had, who which one kind of stands out the most for you? Hmm. Which one makes you kind of? For me, it was Amanda Prowse because that was just that was such a fun interview. <sighs> she was amazing. Like I, she we could have just... talked to her for hours. Exactly. I mean, her little doggies and um, she was fun. Yeah, that just that one stands out as being one of my favorite ones so far. Just because we literally, it just felt like just normal chat over coffee kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, as you say, we could have literally spoken for so so much longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, it's, you know, and, and I'm scrolling back through the list of all the people that we've had. Like, you know, we've talked about Kayla. We've had Kate Allen. We've had Jessica. We've had um, Sarah Jensen, Jillian Libby. 
we've had like you know some great authors but for me i don't know it's just maybe because i think it's just you know we're just like this tiny little podcast and you know we probably have three people listen to us every episode and we do it for us because we have fun and we love bringing the authors on and getting to know them and i've loved every conversation for a different reason but one if someone asked me which which author interview stuck out to you the most it would probably um be jason rakulik who you're gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) who is the author of of hidden pictures and and i don't know if it's because it's like um i don't know i don't know if it's because hidden pictures is like you know such like you know a best-selling novel like you know that makes it sound kind of horrible but it's just <laughs> he's he is our biggest he's our biggest author to date. Yeah, because he's won quite a few awards for hidden pictures, and it is sold a lot. It's in just normal bookshops, <laughs> um, and he also he was such a lovely guy. He was, he was such a lovely guy. And also, let's not forget that he has the same agent as the author who wrote Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. That's right. Exactly. I mean, that's why he's so famous. <laughs> and I guess it was just really, I guess for me, you know, part of it is because he was just, he was really down to earth. He was really mm. honest about what, I mean, you know, why he wrote the book and, and kind of like where he was going with it. But I think it's not only that he was willing just to, to be, you know, give up and, you know, an hour and a half of his, you know, Saturday morning to record with us, but it's the fact that he also, joins virtual book club meetings of of book clubs that read his book like he's very like just doesn't take the fact that he has like this you know big deal of a book you know and blows it out of proportion and feels he's better than people and he really you know takes the time to 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 talk about his book and to help people understand like different aspects of the story and and answer questions and just um but yeah, like so, he was probably one of the standout ones for me. Um, but it, but you know, yeah, it's definitely. it's hard because I think you know, like like we said, every every author that's come on, like has been amazing for different reasons. Oh yeah, no, they've all been. We've had a laugh with so many different people from around the world, and mm-hmm. it'd be great to kind of connect with more countries. Yes, um, and obviously they've mostly been either American or British, so mm-hmm. it would be very interesting to kind of have somebody in a different country that would be cool <laughs> that would be amazing but yeah so so what are you looking forward to in this next year oh i mean i'm looking forward to to the other um the other interviews we've got lined up uh especially uh, people like jen bouchard because it's a foodie foodie book and i am a massive fan of foodie books mm-hmm. um foodie romance is like definitely definitely my jam <laughs> <laughs> after all i did i actually for christmas i gifted um Holly, my favorite video romance, which is The Food of Love, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping she's going to read soon because she has I... to because it's like part of the 12 for 23. <laughs> no, it's not. Did I not put that Oh, I didn't, did I? No, you gave me Babel as the book That's I true. needed to read. Yep. So, yeah, but I haven't, um, I haven't read Babel it. yet either, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I am. I saw your post about your 12 books and 12 months by 12 friends like update and uh, you, you need to start reading some of those books you've only read like three of them <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i'm gonna read another one next um i'm not sure what i'm probably it happened one summer because i'm kind of in the in the, the um the mood for a good summer read at the moment mm. i'm read ever since reading um our book club read 
it's got me in the mood for like a few a few fun reads. I think my next because I read like about seven fantasy in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm either going to read How Not to how not to Drown in a Glass of Water or I'm going to read You Shouldn't Have Come Here. That's good. The, one of those is going to be my next off the list. Not heard it, either of those, but it sounds interesting. Well, You Shouldn't Have Come Here just, just came out. I don't know if it came out in, in May or if it came out in April, but it's by um, Geneva Rose, who wrote hmm. the one of the more recent books I wrote um, – uh, 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 the, um, the one murder of us is one. dead. Yeah, one yes. of us is dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. So um, I still I want to read her first one that she wrote. I think it's called The Marriage Pact or The Marriage Perfect Marriage. I think it's called. Hmm. I don't know if I that was her first that one. one. Interesting. All right, so back to our back to the question. What, what are you <laughs> see again? We we probably need to go back to a script like we did on our first episode. What uh, what are you looking forward to with with the show? Yeah, so I think it's mainly I really want us to kind of like to expand expand on this more because it's it's become like a little hobby of a hobby of ours, um, and it's something that's become really kind of quite special and. I don't know. I mean, I, it'd be nice to kind of come up with ideas to, to shake it up a bit. Um, maybe come up with some different episode ideas, maybe even have like little sort of mini episodes in between the shows um, that don't take like four hours to to record or in the case of um, last week's about five hours. Yeah. Well, you know, Harry Potter movies are very long movies. So we just, yeah, you know, um, we embraced yeah, it. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to kind of seeing where it goes and, and getting more guests on. Um, and yeah, just kind of working on it and really building it up to to kind of get a good community and good backing behind it. How about you? Really a lot of the same things. I just love having this opportunity just to kind of like be a crazy book lady and just have, <laughs> have fun and, and laugh and talk about books and, you know, and authors and just the literary world in general and it's just it's just, I don't know books are just a great escape for me from the craziness of the world and to be able to, to share Definitely. different books and to talk about different genres and things that you know I probably would never have read like last episode talking about I married a Naga like not a book I would have read <laughs> uh, so I hope some people enjoyed listening to that last week or, or two weeks ago it's just you know and and meeting the different authors I it, that is probably one of my most favorite things is just having the opportunity to, to sit down and and talk mm-hmm. to authors and to hear how they started. And, you know, most of our author guests are indie authors and, you mm-hmm. know, they're doing this kind of just on the side because it's a passion of theirs and they just want to get their stories out and enhance the people because it's just it's it's their passion project. And, you know, we both have dabbled in writing and I have, you know, the book that I started writing in, in uh, November, I'm, I haven't touched in like about two months, but like at some point I'd love to finish it and get it published. Yeah. And it's there's it's there's just it's just really cool and motivating and you know, inspirational oh, yeah, to, to hear, to hear the author's stories and what their, what their, you know, actual ideas behind their own books are. Cause we read books and we analyze them and we make meaning <laughs> and it could be completely wrong and horrible and completely missing the mark. So it's fun to just to talk. So I'm, <laughs> I, I agree. I would love to expand, um, 
um, the realm of which we're pulling authors from and just to get more people. And, you know, I love our book club. Um, you know, it would, it just, you know, I don't know. I just, I just love talking about books and I just, you know, want to expand to a point where people enjoy listening to us banter about books and, you know, maybe they pick up a book that we're, we're talking about and say, I don't know what you're talking about. I married a Naga was like the most amazing book ever. <laughs> so I've got to admit, like if I hadn't met you, there would be many books I have. wouldn't have read. So. <laughs> and I agree, you know, it's the, the same, <laughs> the same with you. And I hope that together we're able to, you know, do that for our listeners and, you know, expose our listeners to like the indie authors. Like I hope that, you know, we've sparked somebody's interest in picking up a CT Ortega book or a Jessica Gravu Glover book. And, um, you know, because I think out of all the indie authors, those two tend to be the two that we talk about the most. Um, Mm. because one, we read so many of, of Kayla's books and we've had Jessica on and we've read, you know, multiple of her books I, I just hope that like we're we're helping to support them as much as they help support us by being on our show. I did see that Steph's actually read the new C.T. Ortega book. She so did. She's on Goodreads. Yeah. I was like, wow. She actually she, she messaged okay. me and she's like, hey, you know, is his, did Liz did Liz finish it? Is it something we can talk about? So that's when I messaged you. I'm like, hey, have you read it yet? <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so she, she's, she, she, she finished it. She finished it before me. Um, so. Oh, if I'd known all three of you, or like both of you had read it, I'd have really read it by now. <laughs> oh, well, would, would have, there'll be another one out by the time that our next podcast is. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll have <laughs> his next Warfare of the Gods book out. Oh, um, I am very excited about that. Yeah. The final one. The final one. All right. Uh, we should probably get on to the next section. Because yeah, because we're running out of passing. time here. <laughs> uh, and, and it's funny because beforehand I'm like, oh, we'll have plenty of time before Jen and, and, and Stephanie join us. And here we are. We have 12 minutes to finish the segment. Um, all right. That's not going to happen. No. Mm-mm. All right. So what's, what book do you want to focus on? Okay. I'm going to make mine nice and short and sweet because I can't really go into spoilers anyway. Um, because... So as you may or may not be aware, I am trying to finish series of books this year um, because I have so many series on the go. Um, obviously, we finished things like Dove and Serp, uh, Seven and Dove and things like that. Um, and now, this month, I have finally finished the series of Akatar. Um So the last one in the series is A Court of Silver Flames, which is a east of a book. I think it was about 700 and something pages. Uh, Holly's just getting out. It is like very big book 757 there we go 757 pages oh so wait no nope. it is those are her acknowledgements <laughs> hang on she has like 17 pages of acknowledgements not really uh 751 pages so yeah 751 pages um so yeah i finally finished that um really enjoyed it i uh, thought it was i thought that one was the best in the series um because i am quite a big i've become a big fan of nesta who this story is about um, and it was nice to get one that wasn't Feyre, which Holly will be glad about because Holly hates Feyre. <laughs> Don't worry, she's hardly in this one, so okay. you'll like it. All right. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'll actually read it then. Like, I have it, but I'm just... I think you should, yeah. As I say, it's, it's about Nesta, and it's really interesting character arcs. Um, it's good. It's good, obviously, realm setting, but we know the, all the realms by now. Um, 
I always like the creatures in this. The creatures are the, the kind of the really imaginative part of this world as they've gone for kind of some different different monsters as such. But yeah, so that is I finally finished that series. Uh, on to the next series to complete. But that is my my one of my main books I read this month. Uh, part of the reason I didn't read more than four books this month. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what's your next series you're going to work on finishing? Ah, that's a good question. I mean, I did buy Gleanings the other day mm. because I finished the Scythe trilogy, but I thought, okay, there's still one more left in the series technically. Yeah, um, I still need to read So possibly too. that. Um, I've also got – I've got so many series to finish. I've got the series of Brandon Sanderson. I read the first one of, of that. Um, so I've still got a lot there to do. We've still got, obviously, the, the Kingdom of the Wicked – Kingdom mm-hmm. of the Cursed. Kingdom of – yeah, well, yeah, um, that's the next one, that's, I think. Kingdom of the Curse is next. There are many, many series. That, did you finish that the Illuminae series? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did all those on um, on audio. Yeah. I really want to read the new one though, Aurora Rising. Oh yeah. The new series of theirs. Mm-hmm. I've heard good, good good things about that. I need to also read the um, the spin-off series from 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 Blood and Ash. I can't remember what it's called now. There was a spin-off series. I know she had some other books, but I didn't realize they were spinoffs of Blood and Ash. I know she had like, a series. Still, it's in the same. She has a series that came out same beforehand. Oh. There's one that's set, set in this from Blood and Ash universe, and there's a few character crossovers. Nice. Um, I thought you had one, to be honest. Mm-mm. Hang on a second. It I is called. I, uh... Uh, a Shadow in the Ember. Oh yeah. I, remember, I do remember hearing about that one. <laughs> there's two. There's a Shadow in the Ember, and then there's another one, which I can't remember what it's called. No. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I've got those to, to finish. So I've got quite a few, but I'm getting through it. I'm working my way through it because I really want to read Caravelle, um because I've got the the next part of that series. I've got um, Once Upon a Broken Heart, which I don't want to read until I've read Caravelle. Caravelle has, a, a, like, a fourth book. Kind of. It's not actually part of the trilogy, but it's set in the Caraval universe. Oh, in fact, okay. they've got another two books that's set in the Caraval universe. About to be three, because there's the one coming out this year. I still need to finish the... <laughs> I still have Finale. I haven't fin- I haven't read Finale yet. So It took me two years, I think, to read Legendary. Yeah. So, oh well. But, um, but every time, I swear, every time I finish a series... The author then comes back and goes, hey, look, we've got another book coming out in that series. <laughs> but see, like, I'm I, sure I, I almost don't count books that take place in the same world as part of the series. No, it's more of a, yeah, it's more of an offshoot. Yeah, because it's focusing on different from characters. Blood, from Blood and Ash. Yeah. yeah, so like, I finished from Blood and Ash. Um, so, so, I... Am reading. Well, I just I was struggling what I wanted to talk about. Um, I just finished the book Pineapple Street by Jenny Jackson, um, which was interesting. It's about it's based on this mm-hmm. like like a family. I read a review that said I didn't like this book. Nothing happens. Um, there are no dragons. There are no fairies. There are no serial killers. It's not that kind of book. It is a book about family. And it's, it's, it's a a wealthy family that has like old money, like old family generational wealth and just some of the, the ups and downs that come with how they 
view society, how they navigate society. There's, you know, how, you know, because you have the, the parents and then you have the three adult children, two of which are married and one has like one of them has kids so it's like it's like three generations of this generational wealth and marrying you know when you marry into generational wealth what that like looks like and how you're perceived by the family and like it's just it's just it's just like family drama and um I liked it because I love books about family, so I really enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, and then, uh, and it takes place in Brooklyn Heights on like the Fruit Street. So like they live like one of the the kids I'm and his way. new wife live on Pineapple Street in their in his old childhood home because the the parents decided they don't need a big house anymore, uh, so they moved into a smaller house on like Orange Street. So you have Orange Street and Pineapple <laughs> Street, and, uh, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then of course right now I'm reading two foodie books. So I'm reading. <sighs> Uh, Jen nice. Bouchard is joining us on our show next month, and her book, First Course, is what I'm reading right now. So we'll be talking about that. So if you are interested in reading First Course before July 5th or 17th, go ahead and read it because there will be some spoilers on that episode. But, yeah, so that's kind of what I've been reading right now. Um, What's the other video book you've been reading? I just started it because I'm I'm waiting for my Audible credits to renew on the 17th, so I have to find like free okay. the free books, the free audios that are included <laughs> in my membership, which is kind of cool because I found a lot of like books that I might not have read. Like I just finished a fantasy called um, The Garden of Thorns and Light, which. Okay. Came out in like 2020. I'd never heard of it before, but it was a, it's, it's a, I enjoyed it. It was a, it was a, you know, it was, it was a fantasy with, you know, it just, it was really good. So look it up. A Garden of Thorns and Light. Um, and then the other foodie book I'm reading right now is Meet Me at the Cupcake Cafe, Cupcake Cafe by Jenny Colgan. So I've read other Jenny, oh, yeah. I've- yeah, I like Jenny Colgan. Yeah. I think I read that one, actually. So there's a, it's a series. Um, yeah. Her, her Cupcake Cafe series. So this is the first book in the series. So, again, I'm like, I've read stuff by her. I'll give this one a shot. It's free with my Audible membership. <clears throat> so, yeah. So that's where yeah, I am. Yeah, and like Jenny Colgan's books. cute. I like Jenny Colgan. I'm actually reading a foodie book as well at the moment. What are you reading? Um, called A Taste of Italian Sunshine. Ooh. So by Leonie Mack. Um She's a, an indie author. Interesting. Um, one of my net gallery reads. So, yeah. Nice. Wow. All about um, the main character is a wine taster. Mm. And she goes to Italy. So, as you can imagine, lots of, of nice uh, dishes and and descriptions of, of the countryside and of, of Italy, which I love. But Italian food and books is just, yeah. It's the best. The absolute if best. I, if I see any book about food and Italy, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I do love it, like Itali- like Italy and Italian food books, but my favorite foodie books are probably the bakeries, like the little cafes, you know, yeah. that's why I kind of was like, oh, meet me at the Cupcake Cafe. I love a little bakery cafe kind of kind of book. So um, my sweet tooth comes out when I when I read those. <laughs> uh, all oh, right. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So um this week on the New York Times bestseller list, we always just kind of like to see what the trends are looking like every every month or so. 
there was a point where Colleen Hoover completely dropped off. Unfortunately, she is back um, with two. I know. She just, I don't understand it. Yeah. Well, number one this week is, Ident- as, is Identity by Nora Roberts. It's her new release that just came out. So this is um, her first first week on the list, and she came in at number one, which knocked Happy Place, which we're about to talk about, knocked that down to number two. Happy Place has kind of been like, it's it's in first place, and then a new book will come out and move to second into second place. Mm-hmm. And then the next week will be back in first. So it's definitely the popular summer beach read right now. So I'm excited to, to get Jen and Steph on and, and get them here so we can start talking about it. Um, number three and number five are Colleen Hoover. So it ends with us and it starts with us are back in the list. And then um, ending ending it out is A Covenant of Water by Abraham Verghese. So that rounds out our top five. So I've never heard of that author. I haven't either. I haven't heard of that book. And it's I think it said yeah. it was on the it's been on the list for this is like week four that it's been on the list. Oh. So I will have to look it up at some point. Yeah, so it's been <laughs> Yeah, so tell us what's coming out in the next uh, couple weeks. Yeah, so we've got quite a few. Um, we've got The Five Star Weekend by Ellen Hildebrand. Um, that comes out in the UK on the 22nd of June and uh, on the 13th of June for the US. Uh, then we've got The Graces by Siobhan McGowan. Uh, that comes out on the 22nd of June in the UK. I I, um, I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it in Amazon. So maybe they haven't got an American publisher yet. She maybe. is an indie author. So oh, okay. So maybe that explains why. Um, and we've got the Grimoire of Grave Fates, which I love that name of. Um, now this is by Hannah Alcaf and Margaret Owen. Um, these those are creators rather than writers because it's different writers in the book. Uh, the US this comes out on June 6th and it comes out in the UK on the same day, but only on Kindle. And I think it's the 13th of June for hardcover. And then finally, we've got Where Echoes Die by Courtney Gold. And that comes out both in the US and the UK on the 20th of June. Do you know where Echo where Echoes Die takes place? Do you know where? what the setting is? Is it is it by any chance, I don't know, Arizona? <gasps> oh my gosh, it is! <laughs> <laughs> It's the main reason it made it onto my like anticipated reads for the month of June is because like what? Okay. So just in case anyone wants to read a book that takes place in the hot Arizona desert, you can one read a cool book and two understand what I go through every day when I walk outside. Yeah, and you, and, you, can, you pretend to be shriveling up in the in the, the heat and dying of dehydration yeah when you walk out of your house and it feels like um you're walking on the surface of the sun you know it really feels like you know everyone's like arizona it's a dry heat it's a dry heat but oh my god it's hot like you walk out and if it's like you know two o'clock in the afternoon it's 120 degrees outside and say there's a breeze people like oh well if there's a breeze that's got to feel good no it feels like you're walking (laughs) straight into a hot like a hair dryer at high heat just blowing (laughs) massive heat in your face and it's just like it's suffocating so yeah i mean at least you don't have humidity we have humidity here so like our temperature it may may be like really low and you may take the mick out of of when i say it's a hot day (laughs) but it's humid it, is, it feels hot. <laughs> Here's the thing. We have monsoon season. So Google monsoons if you're listening and you don't know what a monsoon is. We have monsoon season. 
which runs from like the end of June through September. And it's basically massive, massive storms and it is yeah. humid. It's hot and humid. So not quite as humid as it, as it gets where you are or even on the East coast. Cause I'm originally from the East coast, but it's freaking humid when you also have 115 degree temperature. So, all right. Okay. Well, enough of our shenanigans. So we're going to take a quick break. We have Jen and Steph who have just joined us. So we're going to take a quick break and reconvene. And we are going to come back to talk about Emily Henry's Happy Place. Remember, if you haven't read it yet, you might want to go read it and then come back and listen because we're going to have all the spoilers all of our thoughts, all of our ideas. So just be aware that um, if you're if you're going to continue listening before you read the book, we're going to spoil some some things for you. So we will be right back. And welcome back to our book club discussion of Emily Henry's new book, Happy Place. So Jen and Steph, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. So it's it's great to see um, our friendly faces back and have the four the four amigos um, back together again. <laughs> so we were just kind of talking a little bit even before um, we recorded about just Emily Henry in general and the popularity of this of this book. So Jen, I, you were the one who was kind of saying it. So I'm just going to kind of like and you you seem to have been the one out of all four of us. You you've read all of her books. Um, so just kind of kick it off with like what your thoughts are on on how she's become such a popular author and the popularity like the instant popularity of happy place um well actually i don't i I don't know that i can actually answer that because she did write three books before that years ago and they didn't take off and i'm afraid to read any new work i don't know if anyone's ever tried to go back when you find an author you love and you try to read everything they wrote like 10 years ago and they hadn't found their niche, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, there's just something about the way she writes um, that's so intense and gripping with relationships um, that I, you know, I almost can't even explain. You know, we all read this book, and it, it, it's all her, all four of her stories are real intense, like that where there's this inner dialogue and then there's these feelings and then we have to resolve this and um, she's so talented. I mean, there's never, the only thing I'm upset about is when I finish her books because it's going to be, you know, it's over. (laughs) I don't, I can't really put my finger on it, but she, it's like she speaks my language and my humor. Like I laughed out loud so many times. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. And yeah. I do, I do love the the addition of the the humor, the humor piece of it. Like I like books that make me laugh out loud, and relationships are crazy and messy and nasty, and like they make you laugh at times. And it's, I think you're, I, I agree. Like there's just something about how she presents relationships, and it makes it seem real. Oh yeah, definitely. I think. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> just gonna say, unlike a lot of rom coms. This one, yeah, as you said, it's very down to earth. Very, it's much more realistic. You can actually imagine this kind of thing happening in real life. Whereas some rom coms you read, and you're just like, that never happens. That never ever happens in in relationships. Whereas this one's a lot more relatable. And 
even if even though it gets pretty intense and emotional at times, I find that it's still really cozy and really mm-hmm. kind of like there's just like a nice comfort factor about her books. Um, I mean, I've only read two of hers, but both of them I really enjoyed and just I would definitely want to kind of read more after having read those two. Um, sorry, but Jen, what were you saying? I don't even remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was going to say that even with her books, even when I say intense. Um, if you read a lot of romance, there's all these genres. So this was Second Chance, which was one of my favorites, which I always tell people, I don't even um, in real life believe in the Second Chance. You usually break up, you break up. you know. But I love to read about Second Chance. And <laughs> you love every character in Emily Henry's books. And mm-hmm. there's just a way that she connects everybody that you want to know about everybody till the very end. Um, and, um, she doesn't do it dramatically. Like, you know, if you've ever read a book where these people just can't be together, they can't be together, they can't be together. And halfway through, you're like, all right, you can't be together. I'm tired of them telling each other they can't be together. Well, this, you know, she doesn't write like that where you're like, okay, get over this part. She just weaves everybody in and it's perfect. I mean, I mean, do you guys understand what I'm saying? You guys don't read as much. Oh, yeah. They do. No, but 100%. Because um, most books, there's at least, like, one or two characters which you don't like and that no matter what they do, they're just not likable characters. Whereas even the ones who annoyed me at the beginning from this yeah. book, by the end, he, she turned it around and she mm-hmm. made you like them and she made you relate to them. It's like, how could you do that? Yeah. And she does <laughs> there were like, some really annoying single. characters in the book yeah. at the beginning. Some of them were like, oh, shut up already. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I completely agree. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, because I've been reading, I've read a fair amount of romance. Um, and there's always the odd character in a, in a romance where you're just like, I can't stand him or I can't stand her. Yeah. So that, that is a talent. That is a talent on its own. Sorry, I'm being distracted by Steph's cats. They're really cute. <laughs> They're right Where in the hallway. They're in the hallway. <laughs> um, so who were your, your favourite characters from, from the book? Well, so you have six main major characters in in this book. Mm-hmm. And it really is broken down into three three the three couples and it, and it's weird because it's like you know they the idea that you have these friends that have been together since college or beyond or before and they've just like existed like there's so there's so much more to this book than just that romance so you yeah. know you have Harriet and Wynn and those are the two main characters those are the ones that you know the, that second chance that Jen you were just talking about that's the the two characters that fall into that category you haven't read it quick synopsis they've been together for 10 years never they're engaged but never kind of solidified anything there was all these other things that were pulling at their at their lives and so they ended up breaking off the engagement and then but they didn't tell anybody nobody knew that their engagement was over and then they end up i guess every week every summer they spend a week together at, at um what is it 
Sabrina's Sabrina's, um, dad's like summer home in Maine. And Mm -hmm. so they all go up there. All six friends go together. And this win wasn't supposed to go because they broke up. He made some excuse not to go. But then he ends up being there because there was some big news that Sabrina um, and something with a piece. Parth thing. I don't know why I can't remember names. Sabrina and and Parth needed to tell them. And so you have Sabrina and Parth who are now together. You had Harriet and Wynn that are now together. And then you have um, Kimmy and Chloe, right? Cleo. Cleo. So you have Cleo, Cleo. who's the other friend uh, that was part of the original group, and then her girlfriend, Kimmy. So that's the six of them. And Wynn wasn't supposed to go this summer. He made up an excuse so that they didn't have to be together. But he ended up being there. She wasn't aware. She walks in. Now she has to spend this week with this guy that she still loves. And they have to pretend to be together because they don't want to ruin everyone's week. Plus, they don't know how it's going to impact their their friendships because they've been friends for so long and they don't want things to be awkward. And so that's kind of like the gist of it. I loved Cleo and Kimmy. They yeah. were probably yeah. my favorite. Like, I'm not a big romance person, and I always, like, kind of go through, and I'm, like, very critical of things, and I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Um, but I really, <laughs> I really, really did like Cleo and Kimmy. And, like, but even more than just the characters and the romance, and those are, those are huge pieces. This is a book about growing up. It's a book about new chapters in life. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we've all had our group of friends from college and where it was like college was just a different time of your life when you're in your early 20s and it's just like you're figuring out life. When you're now in your 30s, it's life is different. Priorities are different. Things change and it's scary. And I think that that's a, the big theme of this is how life changes. And just because life is changing and people are changing and beginning to go in different directions and starting new chapters of their lives doesn't mean people have to be left behind. It's, it, 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 it evolves. And I mean, and I think like in relationships that you see with, with Harriet and Wynn, that's kind of like their biggest, their biggest obstacle is realizing that yeah. life is changing and they've and they're not they have to change together and they have to grow together and be honest with each other if it's going to work but that's true of life that's true of any relationship any marriage like my husband and I got married I was 21 when I got married I'm way older now and I didn't know what I was doing was 21 I was a baby at 21 I'm a completely mm. different person now and had we not grown together and communicated together, we would never, our marriage never would have lasted because we're neither one of us are the same people we were when we were 21 and 22. Like we're in our early, like, well now, sadly, we're like in our, you know, you know, mid forties. And after 24 years of marriage, it's like, we actually get life, but we had to grow and figure it out. And I think that's really the core of this book is, just because things uh-huh. are changing, not everything has to change. But but to Liz, to your question, Chloe and Kimmy were my favorite characters. Nice. I think as well as growing, I think it's also about, as you've kind of touched upon there, is acceptance. It's accepting that your friends have, have changed, your friends have grown. And it's about not just acknowledging it, but not trying to 
keep them the same as they were five years ago, ten years ago, uh-huh. but acknowledging that change and adapting to the to the things that you do and the, like the things that you kind of that you suggest to do with them. Like right at the end when Sabrina arranged all those surprises, they weren't based on what they were ten years ago. That was surprises for the people that they are now. And by doing those surprises, she acknowledged that they're very different people to who they were when they first met at college. And they've each got different hobbies, different likes, different interests. And I thought that was really like a really kind of heartwarming moment, um, knowing all of the people's kind of different different surprises that they, get, they got. Which is actually funny because it kind of went against everything else Sabrina was doing that entire week, which was trying to <laughs> relive the past of everything. So uh-huh. That was definitely kind of a, a conflict. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. Well, Maybe and they were like nobody, nobody was being selfish too. They, when and Harriet were doing what was best for the group, uh-huh. and then the whole group was doing what was best for them. And that was just really awesome to see that even though it looked like individually, even when my daughter, what both my daughters you know, read this with me and oh, I, I got them the books for Mother's Day because they're both mothers now. One's got a, year, a one-year-old and one has a two-year-old. But, um, my youngest said, I don't think I like when. And, I, you know, when you first meet him and everything, you're like, what is going on? But you, for me, he's my favorite character. I just fell in love with him and she writes yeah. the men just the way that I want to see a man be in a relationship with someone and be vulnerable and broken at oh, times. Yeah. But then just completely be all in when they figure it out. Um but um they were there was just no selfishness even though you would on the surface you're not sure. But in the end they're all just like, No, we wanted to do that for you and like Liz said, you have this awe moment so heartfelt that she put yeah. that all together perfectly. I would agree. And Wynn was my favorite too. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know that any of them were my least favorite or I liked them less. Like I thought that the six of them together, almost like their relationship was my favorite character. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. 100%. There wasn't really anything about any of them. I didn't like. They just gelled uh, so well mm-hmm. together. And, you didn't see that until you you kind of got a bit more information about them because at the beginning it's kind of like it felt a little bit kind of and then when the way <laughs> I look at this now because I was like why are they you know why did she choose this but this cover is perfect how they're all jumping in uh-huh. you know uh-huh. I looked at that before we got on here and I, you know that's I true. picked all of them out and I was like that's exactly what they were they're there together jumping in yeah. yeah kind of neat but i feel like the the more we read about them the kind of the more gelled and the more almost like right for for each other mm-hmm. that they seemed because you could see how close they were you could see how much each other like they each cared for each other and how much they looked out for each other um and just the further through the story you got the more you could see that and that was yeah that was just so it was really lovely to see So I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. I saw another review of this book where the reviewer was an Emily Hemery fan, loved the other books, didn't dislike this book, but made the comment that they weren't sure 
that they knew what to expect going into it and that they would have liked it more if they knew it wasn't a love story ahead of time. But yeah. to me, I totally disagree with that. That's the only so, reason I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And so I've been thinking about that a lot, right? Because it's like, why would you think this isn't a love story? It's clearly a love story. Like, it's a fake dating, second chance, found family, yeah. like, yeah. love right. story. That's all she But writes. I also think, like, there's, it may be ultimately less about, like, their romantic relationship mm-hmm. and more about friendship. All different types of relationships, right? Like, there were scenes in this book that reminded me of some of my best friendships. And there were scenes that reminded me of my husband and I dating. Like, there were a lot of different things that felt real to life. And so maybe maybe that's it. But what are your guys' thoughts on it, yes or no, being a love story, fundamentally? Uh, hmm. Hmm. Emily Henry kind of like Jen was just saying that's what she writes she writes romance yeah. that's yeah. that is what it is fun fun romance right <laughs> but I I did not like as much as the romance was there and the romance story was there I would almost agree because I'm not a huge romance reader I like rom-coms but I get tired of them very very quickly because they get very repetitive I've had this conversation with with this multiple times like it they irritate me because of how the characters are presented um it is a little different with emily henry's books uh i will say and we can get into this debate later i i did not like the people we meet on vacation did not like it nope didn't like it um but i gave her a second chance with book lovers and just devoured that book. <sighs> Loved it. Five star. It was amazing. Greatest romance I've ever read. Yeah. It was so, so good. good. It but was with good. this one, I do feel that there is so much more that the romance aspect is knocked down several rungs because it is like, because like mm-hmm. I mentioned before, I really truly feel it's more about the friendship and the growing and the self discovery of that new chapter of life. When you've hit that new point, like they're beginning, like you have people that are going to begin families. You're, you're finding people who have found, you know, Harriet has spent years trying to do something that ultimately she doesn't want to do. And she's spent yeah. all this money, all these hours becoming this, this doctor that she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. But it's also about, and this was something that's that struck me when I was done was holy crap as parents we impact our kids life decisions in ways that we will never know until our kids are our ages and that is that was a driving force for for why Harriet was was so scared it's like she's she's influenced by her family she's influenced by what her she saw in her parents marriage like there was several moments throughout the book where that was also a piece. So it's like there was so much depth to this book that romance was just kind of like the icing on the cake, but it wasn't yeah. the cake. It The cake was a story about life and friendship and family and growing and learning and accepting that next stage in life. Do you think that part of that is because a lot of the actual romance, the like falling in love and that like new fun feeling was told via flashback as opposed to like experiencing it for the first time? Yes. 
Like book lovers was happening in, in the moment. In, I yes. see, yeah, that's true. Um, I think it gave it another depth of um, mm. intimacy and understanding, especially is frail as Harriet supposedly was, you know, she was trying to hold the group together. She was trying to hold her family together. She's trying to hold Wynn together. And I normally don't yeah. like a weak female lead, but Emily Henry just takes my legs out from under me because if I say I don't like something and she writes about it in a way that I, that that character doesn't even get annoying because she does such a good job of balancing, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't beat, beat you to death with this one thing where you're like, I read about her, you know, falling apart one more time. But, you know, with this, <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you get these romance, you're like, be together already or just break up. Like I just put the book down because romance and rom-coms annoy me too, Holly. And Emily Henry has ruined me for a lot of romance. <laughs> everybody can write, you know, everybody's published now, but there aren't that many great books that come together. Yeah. But because most of them are so formulaic. They all follow mm-hmm. like a very similar structure and it gets it's so annoying. Impressive. But what I also have noticed about Emily Henry's books from the three that I've read is she also doesn't stick to one trope. Like people yeah. we meet on vacation mm-hmm. was friends to lovers. Uh, book lovers was enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers, yeah. Yeah, and then this one was, you know, that second chance and fake dating. So she is not mm-hmm. in a rut. Like she approaches every single story differently. And I love the fact that it, it is different because I don't like friends to lovers. And I'm sure that's the main reason I didn't like people we meet on vacation, but I do like those other tropes. And so that made me a little bit more, you know, interested. Beach read is um, enemies to lovers also. Ooh. Oh. See that so one good. I'm quite interested in reading. It is so that good. And be prepared. It. it has nothing to do with the beach. It's like lake houses in the small town. Oh. And I know when the, like I first read her book, people were blasting. I thought this was the beach. I thought this I'm like get over it already. Yeah. Like she can see anything. If I'm interested and I don't want to put it down. Yeah. I don't care what the cover looks like. I don't care. Like, I read a review where someone said that all these books sounded the same, and I did listen to some of this with Julia Wyland, who's my favorite narrator, but they said, if you're not paying attention, all four books are all the same, and her voice and everything is the same, and I thought, man, you are really a hater, and it reminded me, has anyone read The Hating Game? Mm-mm. Yeah. Holly uh, Thornton. Now, that oh. was another one that just stole me, and she's never I been able to deliver on any of her other books. I pick them up at 98 cent or something, <laughs> and then there's another one. I hated them all, but that book grabbed me and is the closest thing to the way Emily writes. And, yeah, um, they agree. They are, they're like, well, you didn't really focus on where they were. You didn't really talk about what was actually going on around them. You, all, you, all it was was relationship. Well, that's all I want. Um, cause if you notice, it's all of every situation was just, you know, they did eat, you know, lobster rolls and stuff like that, yeah. but you don't really know where they are. You don't care where they are. Um, and but when it comes to a good romance, it, the setting isn't really the be all and end all. If you yeah, have good me. characters, good character progression, um, that's the thing that really makes romance novels. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I feel like she doesn't, skimp on setting like she did a really great job talking about being at the coast and crashing waves Mm -hmm. and the smells 
without it being an overly descriptive, yeah. distracting part of the story. Like, it was just enough to be like, oh, I want to be at the beach right now. Like, Maine <laughs> sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you move back into the characters, which is the reason you're there. Yeah, yeah. I they could have never, great. they could have never left the house, and I would have been happy with every single dialogue mm-hmm. <laughs> because she writes that well. Yeah, because it was always about relationships and growing up. Just you like know, and it. and they they knew each other so well that I loved that initial dialogue when she gets there and she's picked up from the airport and they're talking about her face oh. and like they're joking, um, and how she bought her new face on Etsy or whatever. But yeah. I just love, I love quick witted banter and And it's so fun and it's just like and it's funny because i'm like obviously as an author she has time to kind of come up with that but i have two friends that are so quick-witted just like that that they could have that exact conversation in the moment and so i like and it frustrates me i'm like i wish i was that quick-witted like i can't (laughs) like so it's just it's just i love it it's just it's so fun and it it just shows again another depth and dynamic of how close these people are to each other that they can respond like that with each other and just continue it and have it be this long dialogue yeah and all of them yeah yeah every single book is like that She's on point, and you're laughing, and you can't believe that they were saying that. I mean, it's just perfect. It's just perfect, and you're just, it's so funny. Also, I really want to go to Mont- Montana now. I know. I about Montana. Oh, it just yeah. sounds like. And of all the Amazing. things, she picked that character to make tables, and I, I thought that was fascinating. That. The way she looked I at us. So oh. You know, and, and, and I think Go ahead. No, Steph, go ahead. During the scenes where, like, she was doing pottery and then they were talking about his tables. Yeah. And it, like, it reminded me of, um, like, Sweet Home Alabama. Yes! And she yes! finds out that he makes the art the from art. the stand. Yeah. Do we know like, oh, Mo? meant to be, like, emotional artists together. Like, do this. But what it and also God, shows... When they, when they <laughs> I was going to say real quick, what it also shows is that you don't have to go millions of dollars in debt and become a doctor and have this prestigious career to be happy. Like, she was miserable doing that. And some people, that is what's going to make them happy, and we need people like that. But it's okay that she didn't do that and that she found her peace doing pottery with someone who found his peace building amazing tables and yeah. you know i just i love i love that fact that they that they presented that as you know what it's it's okay to make choices in life that are good for you and not at the expectations of others and how, also, how much go ahead let's I was just going to say also how much did you love the, the reference to Ghost when they were in the pottery yeah. shop? It was cute and she couldn't like, yes. get her arms around him. <laughs> oh. I it. I and love I loved him. when he got to the airport and just how they both oh. talked to each other and then he, you yeah. know, he, he was that perfect male character for me oh. about, you know, when he finally tells her exactly how he feels because, you know, he yeah. was just kind of holding back which is his character he never shared a lot in that group to begin with, and he was like, "I decided I would do this, and then I would do that." And you're just, you're just going, "Oh," because he had finally yeah. said, "This is what I was determined to do," and then she felt that same way because uh-huh. he's like, "What are you doing out here?" And I, it was perfect. 
Yeah, that was really sweet. Okay, this is a question for you. So you've read all of the Emily Henry books. Where does this one stand against all of her other ones? Would you say it's her best one? Would you say it's the the, the there are better ones? Uh, I wouldn't say it was better. I loved all four of them. Um, you know, and I read over a hundred books a year, but I, you know, I carefully put them away from each other all the time. I never try to compare them. Um, but I thought they were all what I felt for this one. I felt for all of them. Um, okay. the last one book lovers, my daughters and I read that together. We, we just read her books together now when they come out, but they loved that book because of the mm-hmm. sister relationship that like my Aww. two daughters are two years apart and they both just loved that part. But then there was that romance too. So I purposely separate all of them. So I don't really have one favorite. I loved the relationship between the romance and every single one. And it's, I can't, you know, it's hard to explain how she even did this one um, and how good she is at it. Yeah. They were all different. Um, But I think this one, it was as good as all of them. Like, I don't think she's losing her touch at all. I've only read this one and book lovers and book lovers is the greatest romance I've ever read. And it's amazing and wonderful, but this is like, if book lovers is five stars, this is like 4.976. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I would say yeah. that it is. Yeah. They are very, very close. I think I would I only just preferred book lovers, but happy place was, it's definitely up there with like one of my favorite rom-coms. Well, before this one came out, Book Lovers was everybody's least favorite that I was reading about. They loved the first two more, and um, I don't know if it's because she was from New York. You know, she was a pretty strong character, but a lot of people, like a lot of my friends that I am on Goodreads with said that they just didn't like that one as much. But I love, I mean, I loved Book Lovers. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was so good, but this one, you know, like... I, I just love the way she writes, and I just hope she keeps writing. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. I mean, also, what I find each time reading her books is that I would love this to be made into a film. <laughs> because oh, yeah. it's just, it'll be so easy to do. It's not like one of those unrealistic kind of something that would take millions of pounds to do. It's just very down to earth, and it would just be like a really cutesy kind of rom-com. And I, um, and I think these are the books that could be made in like rom-coms that could be made into movies because there's so yeah. much more depth to it. Like, um, like Jen said with, with book lovers, there's, there's a, there's a sister, there's a sister line there. Like there's just a family it's and, and their jobs. It's not just based on, you know, the, the two characters and yeah. there's just yeah. so much more to it. I mean, and for me, I've read three books, and it's for me, it's also very clear as the order. Like, Book Lovers, by far my favorite of the three. Happy Place, my second. And then way down the list would be People We Meet on Vacation. And I'm sorry that I don't like it that much, but it just, there's just something about it that just. Now you got to read Beach Reads. I do. I do need to read Beach Reads. <laughs> so. 
Because it's enemies to lovers. And I should have known going into people we meet on vacation that I don't like friends to lovers. And so I should have known going in that maybe I shouldn't read it because I'm not going to have a, a super positive, you know, impression of it. There's definitely things I liked about it. Um, I, I, I did like their all their different trips and learning about the people yeah. the people that they met like i like the one thing i didn't like was their relationship i liked every other aspect mm-hmm. of that book um and their and their their cool trips that they took so but, yeah. and didn't you say that the place that they went um to stay in this in happy place that you've been you've been to before didn't you say that Honey? who i've been to maine i i yeah, so I've I've been to like a little coastal town in Maine. Um, it's 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 beautiful. It's fun. Like we went to this little seaside. Um, I don't like seafood, but the people I was with did. So we went to this little seafood place, and it so funny funny side story. We they all got lobster. They all got Maine lobster. You're like, we're like, we're in Maine. We got to get the Maine lobster. We're right on this, on, on the coast. I got like a chicken. <laughs> I figured that it was going to come like, you know, like a chicken breast or two. No, like when they brought, it was like literally like the chicken with its legs sticking up. Oh. And, and, but so that went down in front of me and then they all got lobsters and like literally it was like, they took the lobster out of the tank, cooked the lobster, put the lobster on the plate, serve the plate. Like, oh, they wow. didn't, like, clean the lobster. They didn't They're get the meat. Fresh then, yeah. Right. But they put all the lobsters down, and all the little lobsters' beady's, beady eyes were facing me. So I had, like, oh. five <laughs> little lobster heads facing me, plus this, like, full live chicken minus its head on my plate in front of me. And I'm like, this is the worst meal ever. Everybody needs to turn their food away from me. Like it was miserable. Uh, but no, it was, they loved it. They thought it the food was great. Maine is, is a beautiful, beautiful place. So I can only imagine how beautiful that this, this was for them. And how I'm hard it must be to never be able to meal where my food has a face. <laughs> I don't want to see it either. No. Yeah, uh-huh. it was, it was brutal. And this was like, God, this had to have been 20, 20 years ago, maybe even a little bit more that we that we did this. And I still very, very clearly remember their little lobster beady eyes boring holes into my soul. So. Well, my best friend at work, she's only been there a year. She just moved here from Maine. And her mom just came down two months ago. Uh, drove in a truck, kept the like five alive lobsters in a cooler nice. and down here so she could cook them um, and make lobster rolls. Is that like, quite far from, from where you are? Yeah. Um, well, oh. it, I think it took her two days to get here from yeah. South Carolina. But um, Lacey, her name's Lacey, and she always talks about lobster rolls and make lobster rolls and lobster stew. <laughs> And she, you know, her mom was just here two months ago and went on and on. I'm like, Lacey, I'm reading this book and they're from Maine and it's a lobster fest and they're eating lobster rolls. And so, you know, she grew up there and it, that was kind of neat. She sits right beside me. I can touch, we can touch hands. We're that close. <laughs> and I'm constantly trying to talk to her about the book. I'm like, they said they were doing this and doing that. I did love that scene in the book when they were at the lobster festival. Like that was just, Mm -hmm. and like on the Ferris wheel, I, I just, I thought that was, (laughs) that was so fun. 
I mean, you guys, American food festivals just sound amazing. Every time I hear of them, they sound so good. Yeah. <laughs> I it's love true. food festivals. They are amazing. They really are amazing. Uh-huh. They sound so awesome. And now they have, like, food truck festivals. Those are pretty cool, yeah. too. Yeah. Food truck festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, like, Isn't 25 different food trucks all in one spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. We have yeah, one the COVID. on the street today. No way. <sighs> Yeah, our so you've got a nice, nice choice of din- lunch yeah. and dinner then. <laughs> More lunches. Whatever. It's all day snacking. Like, that's... Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that's the best part of it. But I also like... One of my other favorite scenes in this book was... And as soon as I started reading it, I thought of, of you, Steph, because of your just love and passion for Stephen King and like forever now whenever I think of uh-huh. Stephen King you're probably gonna be the first person I think of me too me but, too. <laughs> but when they did the when they did like the little Salem's lots like little movie oh, yeah. thing and yeah. like the double the movie, feature yeah. um yeah so <laughs> I really really loved that that scene and it made me totally think of you I love how yeah. I don't know if you guys have noticed but most of like most of our books always have like a little nod or a little connection to the previous book we read. Yeah. That does happen a lot. Yeah. yeah. It happens a lot. You, you can't have a book in the main and not at <laughs> least talk about Stephen King, but I'm having, right? yeah. I was very excited when they're like, you know, Sabrina, you know, she's always going straight for Stephen King. And I was like, yes, you <laughs> like the character. <laughs> and that Sabrina suddenly funny. becomes your favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, sister, what's up? <laughs> get it? Between that and the Love Actually reference with the, like, say it's Oh, my God, I love that. Yes. Love it. One of the best so movies so ever. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That was really yeah. good. I also really enjoyed one of my other favorite scenes, and it was such a quick, small scene, but it just it just made me giggle, was when um, Harriet and Wynne went cake shopping. And they wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't give them what they wanted, and so yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not a wedding actually. It's, it's a birthday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, that was very funny. Did, yeah. did anyone else get the whole pistol thing though? Is that an American thing? It's a Boston thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, a New England phrase. I guess. So I guess it was. Probably meant to be like an inside joke kind of East Coast yeah. deal. But yeah, you have to imagine it with a Boston accent and then you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <no."> got it. <laughs> but yeah. That was funny though. It was super fun. <laughs> I just, yeah, it was such a, it was just such a great book. And there were so many just, you know, additional elements of it that just, you know, make it so much better than just a traditional rom-com book. Like there's just a depth to the characters, yeah. a depth to the, the surrounding pieces of it. Um, and I, and I mean, you, you know, on the romance piece that um, outside shower confession scene, like towards the, like uh, when yeah. it comes to romance, that was between that and the 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 ghost scene when she's oh. doing the pottery, and he comes in. But that that uh, just shower outside shower where he's taking that shower, and she just goes yeah. up and bears her soul to him. <laughs> like there's just 
that was that, when it comes to romance that was and then there's a whole lot more yeah what so i'm okay. just talking about the conversation <laughs> yeah 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 of course you are <laughs> did any of you have a time where you thought they weren't going to end up together we weren't going to have our happy ending because i started reading it and i was explaining to my husband why i liked her last book and how i'm excited for this one and they're fun and you know they're going to end up together and he's like yeah. what if they don't not all romances end up together. And I'm like, you can't say that. It's an Emily Henry book. Come on. Yeah. And then once they both had like logically decided that this was just going to be it for them and they weren't going to have any more time together, which is a lot like book lovers in that regard. Mm. I was like, they don't end up together. And Jason's right about this. I'm going to be real mad for a lot of reasons. <laughs> but I really was worried for a little bit that they were going to like just... We just can't do it, guys, for I mean, no good reason. Yeah, it just felt like we had loads of, oh, are they going to? Oh, they're going to? Oh, no, they're not going to. Oh, are they going to get back together now? Like, there was loads of those, like, almost, like, near misses as such. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did kind of, I had the odd little niggle of down my head. I was like, you can't, they they can't not get back together. This is a romance. This, so this like, isn't like at the end, we're getting real thin. Exactly. We're getting close. So I was like, <laughs> What's going to happen? She only writes Happily Ever After, which is my favorite genre. And some people don't like it. They they, Are they like happy for now is what they call it. But I would stop reading her if it wasn't Happily Ever After. Like, I have a stressed job in the medical field. And I want to read something happy, maybe over the top, where they're just madly in love and have (laughs) a really great relationship. And I'm going to smile and hug the book when I close it. I know, but you wouldn't know until you finished it. Yeah, well, she writes so well that you are going to, <laughs> whatever direction she takes you, you're going to feel every single thing. Like you said, Steph, you don't yeah. know. You're like, wow, you know, because she's really taking me here to, to where it's difficult, and I'm believing it because she's that good at writing. Yeah, agreed. And also, like, my least favorite romance not a genre, but like trope or whatever yeah. is the miscommunication. Like, oh, I hate it. Was like, I hate that. they could just talk. Like that mm-hmm. drives me crazy. And while I didn't dislike I, it in this book because I think they did it well, yeah. it still was frustrating to be like, if you both would just stop being so rational for a second, mm-hmm. you'd be That's fine, okay. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I put those books down all the time and I feel like everybody writes that and you're like, we don't want to spend 70% of this book. One of them says we can't be together or they're misunderstanding. It makes me crazy. I want to throw the book across the room. I'm like, we've wasted this whole book because we can't be together or we don't, you know, like, please just have a conversation. <laughs> and I think that's why I don't like a lot of like why rom-coms irritate me and I can only take yeah. them in very small chunks because they yeah. all have that miscommunication aspect. They all are just like, yeah. I'm going to be super stubborn and yeah. not communicate <laughs> because in the real Thanks. world, we all know we have to communicate with our friends and our partners because that's the only way things work. But in a book, for some reason, that just completely goes out to the wayside and nobody talks to anybody and it drives me nuts. And there were, there were a couple points in this book too that I was just like, oh my God, if you would just speak, it would be uh-huh. okay. But it, yeah. but I would also agree that it wasn't to the extent that I typically see in a more formulaic rom-com yeah that would agree 
And, you know, he, you feel like the whole time that he was the problem, essentially, the way they broke up. But, you know, when you start to look at Harriet's character, you realize that she was the one, like he said, you would never fight with me. You never told me anything. So she was really the one that was just, I felt like, was destroying the relationship. And because the whole time, I'm like, okay, you. when, what did you do? And who are yeah. you with now? Uh-huh. And as you go along, yeah. you're like, oh, no, this wasn't <laughs> really him. It was her. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, know, you don't even realize that till it's halfway over that you're like, oh, she's enabling everybody. And and, it's, and part of it's because she didn't know she was because she yeah. was so uh-huh. impacted by watching her parents kind of miserable marriage and doing yeah. a like and becoming a doctor to please her parents and mm-hmm. she didn't realize I don't think that this was all happening to her until she had that you know that epiphany moment where she's like oh what do I want what do I want in life and I have to live my own life and it and it came from all the experiences because you know they all of them had some secrets and some things that they weren't sharing with each other. Like when and Harriet never told their friends that they had, they had broken up. They wouldn't even really talk to each other about why Like, but then you had Cleo and Kimmy who were keeping secrets and Sabrina yeah. was like, and, and those secrets were pushing Sabrina away. And that was like, so yeah. they, they, none of them really were great communicators at this point because they were all scared to communicate because communication sometimes changes things. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. All right. So all right. So to wrap up our conversation then, um, we'll start with Steph. So Steph, overall impressions, thoughts on the book. Overall, I loved it. I loved the relationships. I loved that it reminded me of my favorite friendships. I love that it reminded me of dating my husband and like just kind of some of the funny things that we did in our relationship um, were the same as Wynn and Harriet's background. Um, I thought that it was really true to how people would really behave. Like there, that's one of the things sometimes with romance that can get out of control is when it does get over the top. And these were very real people with very real flaws but yeah. also like a real genuine love for each other. And so I think she just writes characters in such an incredible way. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I read it in two days. Like if I thought about it when I wasn't reading it, you know, it was like, yeah. when can I get back to my book? Um, <laughs> yeah. Also on a work day. So yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. Glad we picked yeah. it. Love the cover too. Super happy with the hot pink. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Steph, what are your, or Jen, what are your thoughts? Um, I, <laughs> I'm actually speechless. I mean, she did such a good job. I was skeptical that she was, you know, was she going to really pull off something new? And I, I do feel like this book was so different from her other books, but still the same. She writes mm-hmm. really strong characters, um, you know, I want to read even about a detail about all of them getting into a car, for example. Like, everywhere they went, how they were doing it, she just draws in the reader like no other person. And, of course, always the happily ever after, which is, you know, my end game in every book that's romance that I pick up. But, um, 
I would say that I feel like she's getting better and better each book, even though they're different. But yeah, I loved it. Five star. Can't wait for her to write another one. Liz? Yeah, I mean, basically what everyone else has said, um, really enjoyed it. I didn't find any characters to be kind of basic or 2D. They were all very well-rounded, um, pretty complex characters that you couldn't judge from the first the first chapter because they came out as so much more than what you originally thought they were. Um, even though, as I say, we, we didn't have a massive amount of setting, we hadn't had enough to really kind of put us in the situations and help like get us to imagine where they were which just made me want to go to all of those places yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah it was just a really really well done summer read and yeah I definitely want to, to check out the other ones um, unlike Steph I've only read Happy Place and Book Lovers so I shall definitely be picking up the other ones um, how about you Holly? Yeah, this the same thing. Like I really enjoyed it. Uh, I still think that Book Lovers was a little bit better, but Book Lovers and Happy Place were for me great. And it was it's it's a refreshing rom com kind of read, mm-hmm. and that's what I really yeah. appreciate about Emily Henry. And I mean, I think I've said it like seventeen times so far, so I don't need to say it again. Uh, <laughs> but but I I did. I really liked it. I love the dynamics of the characters and yeah. and even though like you know you have six main characters and they were all mm. developed very differently and for an author, yeah. an author to be able to keep each of those characters true to the nature that she created them is definitely a sign of her talent and her ability mm-hmm. to write definitely. and tell a story so i really really truly appreciate that i do love fake dating i do love second chance romance i i, I so those those are two of my you know, favorite romance tropes. So that helped too. And I loved the set. I just loved, and I loved that it was different. Like every day they were doing something different. There was a different mm. like scene and setting and event and, um, yeah. that just added to it. So I just, I just loved that the, the ebb and flow of the pacing as well was just, yes. was really, really yeah. good. Um, so overall, it seems we all kind of had the same opinion of this book, um, yeah. which is go read it. It's a great summer read. Yeah. Um, Hundred percent, hundred percent. Now yeah. it will be interesting what our opinion is when we reconvene in October for our next book club, and we're talking about Colleen Hoover's Verity. So, don't forget, ladies, that Verity is our next read. If you haven't read it yet, so I'm I'm kind of scared about reading Colleen Hoover all these years. Oh, that's right. Oh, I've already read it. Oh, reread it. Oh, it's just did you say you've read I it? I well. read it two years ago. Uh-huh. I remember it first came out. I read it last summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's just, yeah, just me and Holly breaking our, our co-ho virginity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll read it again, <laughs> but uh, yeah. you guys are, you're in for a ride. Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's with the sky? Uh, so, okay. I just, um, all right. I'm going to read it. I'm going to, I'm going to read it. And I'm going to keep an open mind. Um, it's definitely different than her other books. It's not like yeah, her other books at all. It's her least Colleen Hoover type of Colleen Hoover. Yes, book. yes. Which I was we really excited about. Yeah, we haven't read any Colleen Hoover books, so. <laughs> so nothing to base it on. We yeah. just know that tell she you what, monopolizes it's, it's everything. It's not a guaranteed happy ending rom-com, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's good. I mean, it's October, it shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, Liz, you're up. 
Okay, so yeah, this month's either or. Uh, we've done like a special happy place one, of course. Oh, so... can I ask one more question? I want I want to ask one more question before we move on to either or. No. <laughs> Please. Go on, no. Go on. Okay, what is everybody's happy place? My garden. Your garden. Oh, might be walking in the forest. Just one. Well, well mine is mine is a very broad one. So mine could be a lot of different things, but it's it's like um it's so also mine is like anywhere by the water. I I just need nice. water. So oceans, lakes, rivers. Water is my happy place. Both showers. Eh, I would eh. agree with being by water. Water is water is my calming place. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Serenity yes. and peace and yeah. My happy place is Bryant Park. New York City. Oh. Okay. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, Liz. Didn't mean to interrupt the either or. No, it's fine. Okay. So yeah. So our, our um, either or this this month is happy place. What is your happy place? So as always, I shall go around. Um, make it easier. I'm gonna go Jen, Steph, Polly, me, because uh, that's in my order of my little chat windows. So are you girls ready? Yes. Ready. Okay. Lake house or beach house? Beach. 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 I'm going to lake. Uh, quiet retreat or city break? Quiet retreat. <laughs> Both? <laughs> no. Either nope. or. Either or. City. <laughs> I'm going to go quiet. Quiet retreat. Uh... <laughs> Beach or forest? Forest. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Beach. <laughs> Beach. Forest. Uh, lemonade or iced tea? Lemonade. 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 Uh, boats or jet ski? Uh, jet ski. Boats, but I thought you said death ski initially, and I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that. But folks, uh, I'm going with boat as well. I'm gonna get boat. Uh, sweet or savory? What? I'm sorry. Sweet, or, sweet or savory? Oh, sweet. Sweet. Uh, sweet. <laughs> uh, pottery or painting? Pottery. Painting. How about painting pottery? <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do both. Painting. I'm going to do pottery. Uh, cruise or all-inclusive resort? Uh, all-inclusive resort. Yeah, resort. Resort, because I'm terrified of going on a cruise. Really? Cruise. Yeah. I'm kind of, I prefer going to multiple places. Uh, hammock or a lounge chair? Do you mean like a lounger? You did this one. Yeah. Like, just like a chair oh, that, like, you can lounge in versus a hammock. I'm oh, going to okay. say lounge chair. Hammock. Hammock. I'm going to be a lounge chair. 
I've never been on a hammock, but I feel like I might fall out of it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. It can happen. It totally can. Uh, last but not least, enemies to lovers or second chance romance? Enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers. How about second chance romance <laughs> after they hate each other? <laughs> I knew you were gonna like to be together. <laughs> um, right, yeah. right now, I used to always answer this with enemies to lovers, but right now, I think I'm on a second chance love kind of kick, so I'm gonna say second chance romance. I love both of them, but enemies to lovers is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get enemies to lovers. Okay. So yeah, that is it. Uh, we we kind of got through it. We did. I tried to cheat several times. Hollington, <laughs> <laughs> that is good. I, I don't know who I got. I didn't cheat. That's good. Holly did too, as well. <laughs> the book photo that I took of Happy Place for my Insta review yeah. is in a hammock. Wow, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah, there you that's go. I don't have a hammock. I've got. I have got a lounge chair though. I've got a, kind of a lounge chair. Yeah. So I bought last weekend. Nice. Yeah, and also uh, thanks to these girls, I now have a, fav- a new favorite drink. Yeah, yeah the strawberry aside. That was really nice. I had it with the, the uh, lemonade as well. See, we're gonna oh, make you a Starbucks favorite. addict after all. <laughs> but I was saying to Holly, I felt so American walking out of there with it. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm American now. It's all good. <laughs> There's that much that makes you more American than walking out with your little Starbucks cup. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that or just, you know, and then taking your Starbucks and going across the streets like McDonald's or something like. Um, yeah. Well, I bought some like little um, little cakes from Starbucks. So they have some good pastries, nice. like some yeah, mm-hmm. some good bakery items. It was like a trio of brownie, different flavor brownies. They're really nice. Mm, yum, yum. All right, friends. Well, yeah. we are going to wrap up. We... Uh, Liz and I will be back um, next month. Um, our July episode will, jo- will drop on July 17th. We will have guest author Jen Bouchard with us um, talking about her book, First Course. So we're talking about food. So it's a foodie book. I'm on chapter four. It's pretty good. Uh, and then she has another book coming out, I believe, uh, in October. So we'll be talking about mm-hmm. um, her books. So that's always fun to have a guest author with us. So in the meantime, hey, Stephanie, where are you located on Instagram? You can find me at Books, Cats, Tacos. <laughs> Again, three best things in the world. Um, yeah. Can you add one? Can you add, like, Starbucks? <laughs> Oh it really gosh. should just be a Starbucks marketing account at this point. So, yeah, I'll work with someone <laughs> Okay, good. All right. Jen, where are you on Instagram? Um, at Kindles all the way down. I think that one's super cute, too. All right, Liz, what about you? Uh, I am at Lizzie's Little Book Nook and the website lizzieslittlebooknook.co.uk. Yay! And Holly? I, about you? I am at um, azdesert underscore bookworm on Instagram and azdesertbookworm.com is my website. So, ladies, it is always a blast 
to have yeah. you on and chat with so you. So much fun. Yeah, I look, for, I look forward to talking with you guys all the time. So oh, I uh, love our bit club. I know. They're like some of my favorite. Um, and I am super excited to see how crazy it's going to get when we talk Colleen Hoover in October. So yeah, yeah. get ready. Yep. Uh, so, all right, everyone. Well, ladies, thank you for joining us. Another amazing book club is in the books. We'll be back in July with Jen Bouchard. Until then, I hope everyone is loving their books. Try new genres, read new things, and enjoy the summer. Bye, everyone. Happy reading. Happy reading.